Welcome back to episode 50 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I get my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Izumo Flash of a Brave Sword. Released in 2005 by Studio Kuya and Trinet Entertainment, it has 12 episodes and comes in sub only. Takaru Yagi is a high school student and longtime kendo practitioner along with his best friend Takashi. One day during an earthquake, Takaru and his group of friends are transported to a world in ruin filled with monsters. Takaru and Takashi are separated and placed on opposing sides in the war for the world. Takaru is cool living the status quo, he enjoys a simple regular life and has no interest in exerting himself to reach full potential. He's convinced himself the outcome of a kendo match doesn't matter, it is also why he allowed Takashi to beat him during all their competitions. Takaru was an orphan taken in by an elderly man he refers to as Gramps. Gramps is the sensei of the kendo team who forces Takaru to stop downplaying his talents for the sake of others. Takashi was an orphan like Takaru but got adopted by old money in a well-off family. The town car he hopped out of while arriving at school was slick. Seeing Takaru and Takashi side by side, they're supposed to be high schoolers but they look 27. I really dislike Takashi throughout this series but rewatching now I see how he was pushed to becoming an emotional fool. Starting out he came from money and was captain of the kendo club but never acted arrogant. When Takaru's grandfather didn't choose Takashi to go to nationals this choice would seem like favoritism. But Takashi didn't insult Takaru, he simply said that he was confident and ready. Takashi had been beating Takaru soundly so I had to imagine the hurt Takashi would feel discovering in the most humiliating way his best friend had been letting him win all this time. It's like the grandfather said, that's not what a friend would do. Takaru was looking down on Takashi, not considering him an equal. This would crush anybody, so while I now have more of a heart for why Takashi goes to the other side, it still doesn't justify the list of crazy things he does. Right before being summoned to the other world, he put hands on Kotono, which is never a cool move. Kotono is a sweet girl who helps Takaru and his grandfather with their household duties. She has a crush on Takaru, which made her being partnered with Takashi in the other world unlucky. Even when Takaru came to save them, out of the kindness of her heart, Kotono remained with Takashi so he wouldn't be alone. After getting one-shotted like a weak punk by Kagatsuchi, I'm sure Takashi needed a friend. I like Kotono, and calming or not, I would have gotten tired listening to the same damn song on the flute over and over. At this point, she's pretty much a hostage of the evil spirits, so screw their peace and quiet. When Kotono's history was explored, I was surprised she was hospitalized for so long. The series never made a point of her being frail, especially during her time under duress with the evil spirits. Being aware of Kotono's medical history, Takaru and his gramps still have her slaving away in their kitchen. When Takaru went to save Kotono's soul, I was impressed. The test was simple to not look back, but when you're specifically instructed not to do something, it comes to the front of your mind and it's all you can think about. Like right now, I want you to stop breathing automatically. Have fun forcing yourself to inhale for the next little while. Asuka was one of my favorites, she wasn't around to play games. Kotono is being easy on Takaru, letting him continue to sleep while everyone is waiting on him before eating breakfast. Asuka says forget that noise and dives on this man from across the room. She's not letting him keep her from eating. Asuka is also not shy about calling Takaru out. She went in questioning him about embracing Siri in class. She was looking out for Kotono like a good sister would. Asuka was the vocal minority calling out Kitagawa when most everyone else was quick to forget what she did. I have to say I was disappointed I feel all the girls got shortchanged in this series. Asuka had bow skills but she never got to utilize them. 
Poor Siri blew past her introduction just to be reacquainted with Takaru and he didn't even recognize her. When she was slapping the hell out of him, it was a funnily animated scene. Siri was a loudmouth, but she wasn't some helpless flower. She booted the shit out of the giant insect. All that karate training wasn't for nothing. Siri arguing with the sacred beast for Takaru was cute. Especially when Suzuku was nuzzling her head all over Takaru during their first face-to-face. Siri was a dumbass when all the girls fell to their knees in pain while searching for Kodano in the afterlife. She runs over towards them, getting affected by the frequency as well. Kitagawa was suspect from the start. She was the only one not surprised by the transferring of worlds. It hurt that she was a double agent working for the other side. With her backstory and how she reacted to the village that was ransacked, I was surprised she broke the mirror stone protecting the humans. She would have to know crazy bloodshed would occur on both sides by doing that. After she betrayed everyone and they were so concerned for her well-being, bringing her back to the village and nursing her back to health, Kitagawa still reports on their activities to the evil spirits. After everything is exposed and the crew are back at home for the time being, during breakfast most everyone is quick to forgive Kitagawa. Takaru states you're still you, what's changed? I don't know, why don't you ask all the new widows and orphans whose family members were protecting the village gates? Or the survivors whose homes were destroyed now living in caves hiding from evil spirits? Examining the difference between Takashi and Takaru, it was night and day. When Takaru removes the sword from the case and draws it from its sheath, the shot of both Takaru and Takashi reflected in the blade while the other's faces in the background was a cool nod to them not just being rivals, but sharing a soul. Another instance is when Takashi appeared as Takaru's dark side during the challenge of the sacred beasts. Takaru joins the humans who save him and the girls after they were surrounded at the school. Takashi joins the evil spirits after he is kidnapped by them. You can't judge a book by its cover, but if the side you're on is called evil and appears as monster creatures, bias would tell you you're not on the right side. Takaru only draws his blade in defense protecting his friends, like when an evil spirit broke past the line and attacked them. Takaru was so taken back after he sliced open its belly, he dropped his guard and almost got strangled to death before being saved by Kagusuchi. This was during the evil spirits attacking the humans camp. Kagusuchi wanted Takaru to escape with the girls when the barrier was down and the evil spirits were marching towards the village. The humans offer to help find Takaru's friends and send them home. Himiko forces Takashi to stay with her and then sends him out to be ambushed in order to get him on her side. While Takaru was searching for Takashi and Kodano, Takashi tells Kodano, yeah, maybe I'll look for our friends while I'm out on patrol. Takashi, who had no business being out on the field, gets praised for killing someone. He feels bad for half a second and starts smiling as he chases down and kills numerous people. Funny how Himiko was accepting of Takashi not wanting to participate when the evil spirits charged the human village. It's difficult to say you're against unnecessary massacres while invading someone's home. All Takashi did while in camp was train his sword skills. Takaru at times didn't even bring his sword with him places. When these two met during the rescue of Asuka and Kodano, Takaru still disarmed Takashi and got away with everyone. Takashi is a sad excuse of a man and a scrub when it comes to sword fighting. If this was my series, I'd have it be 8 episodes, everyone who matters back home having a great life full of fun. Leave Takashi to rot by himself, all because his ego was hurt after a loss during kendo practice. Getting to the final battle, I was worried for Kagusuchi. He and his wife had a moment, his daughter was hellbent on going to war with him, and everyone was saying how great he was. All this led me to believe he was going to die. Luckily that didn't happen, and he whooped Himiko's strategist instead. When it came to their final battle, Takashi had gotten the dark armor infused with magic. I was pumped, I loved two characters all geared up going at it. So when Takaru refused his armor set, I was pissed. Oh, I can move more freely without it. I was hoping he'd get cut just to teach him a lesson. But Takaru knows more than me. 
Takashi's armor got busted up, it did nothing for him, and he was on the losing end of most of the sword exchanges. Takashi just sucks, it's almost embarrassing. Then his new best friend gets killed by his old best friend because he wasn't strong enough. Rewatching this series, Takashi did a better job than I remembered at resisting Himiko's stupid philosophy of bringing chaos in the world to destroy it. We can rebuild, stop war by going to war. Having Takashi reject her for so long made it even more unimaginable that he stayed in this world to be with her. Takashi got over Kodono pretty quickly, he claims Himiko is a precious person to him. When the hell did that happen? She never hid the fact as long as the spirit is awakened, Himiko could care less which body it takes over. She showed no interest other than using Takashi. Himiko doesn't even love him, she's obsessed with his previous life. Now he's sticking around in another world to be with a girl who doesn't care about him? Takashi's an idiot. The animation is very 2005, especially while they were riding the, I don't even know what to call them, dinosaur looking creatures. Their trotting movements were very 1-2-1-2-1-2. I did like the shots of the castles and shrines, the details in the background were fantastic. The school alone when everyone first transported from the overgrowth to the little cracks all over the brickwork was fantastic. The music that plays during the episode screen sounded like something from Inuyasha. Nitpicks. Takaru and Siri weren't even trying to whisper while in class. Then she jumps all over him again. The teacher has no control over his students. I don't care what anyone says, Kitagawa's pet is a dirty crow. Takaru should sanitize his hands after touching that thing. I don't believe Takashi is smart enough to pick up chemicals harmful to the giant insects that were chasing after Kodano and him. If Takaru had a photo of Takashi the entire time, why not show it to the wounded villager when they wanted to confirm Takashi fought alongside the evil spirits? When Asuka is being taken to the jail cell, the evil spirit guard pokes her behind with a stick. Sir, she is a child. Quote of the series, I feel it, there's another inside me that I don't know. I'm just going to leave this out of context. Best girl waifu and harem. Best girl is Asuka. She was just my favorite. I enjoyed her the most. None of these girls will be waifu, and as for Harem, the purple-haired sacred beast, she could get it. Final thoughts. I'll be honest, the first time I watched this series, I knew I'd never recommend it to anyone. Having to sit through it again for the review was a real chore. The antagonist was a moron, and the show had a few cool setups that were never followed through on. Skip this series, there are many better stories to invest time into. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.